and welcome to episode 522 of the God is a Geek podcast. That's 522. My name's Adam Cook. I'm your host and I'm joined by the one, the only, Chris White. Hello, Hello. Chris. How are you, mate? All right? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, just, I'm... Uh, just woken up. Oh, God. But, uh, but I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually I'm... glad to be back. I'm just... Uh... Annoyed with everyone because they chose not to come on because I was coming back. So yeah, there's animosity in the team. Really. I mean, I'm I'm here. That's that's the thing. I'm I, the I would thing. miss this for the world. Like an intimate yeah. pod with the Chris White. <laughs> and, like it's just it's it's there gonna go. yeah. Um, we have a lot of games to talk about. Well, three games. That's not a lot actually, is it? It's just some games. It's a lot of game. It's yeah, there's a lot to talk about. And yeah, that. no, I, I think that's in my head. I'm like, God, some of these are such big games mm. that. It feels like there's a lot of them, um, and I thought we would kick off. Like, I'm, I'm not sort of just rushing into it, but I I'm really want to talk about these games. Um, so I thought we would start with a game that, as we record this, the embargo's just lifted, and we gave Street yeah. Fighter VI a 10 out of 10. Um, and I, the reason I wanted to start with that is because you and I have both played some of it. Um, yeah. And I'm really intrigued, because obviously I've been to preview this twice at Capcom HQ and now played the final build and stuff. But you hadn't, so your experience of it was... I, I forget, no. did you play any of the demo in the end? I can't remember. I, I So, yeah, I, I dabbled with the um, the World Tour stuff, but I kind of was like, oh, I don't want to play too much because yeah, I, I want to experience... So I don't want to get to a point where I can't play anymore and yep. I'm having to wait for it. So, yeah, so I just I just dove into the, uh, to the game World Tour first. And I like we talked about it in the preview... When you you know yeah. you and oh, yeah. Sean had gone to uh, to experience it, and you were saying how it felt like Yakuza in a way, um, yeah. and that was the magic word, obviously, because yeah. we all love Yakuza, and, and it does. But it, it's so like just fantastic in every way. It's stupid. It's so it's camp, but it's funny, and and like, I, it, do you know what? One of the the things that I loved about the world the world tour element of the game was meeting characters from the old games. It's like, yeah. it's very exciting when you like, but the first kind of main one, I think you, you meet is DJ. Yes. Like obviously there's it, Luke, isn't there? Yes. But you, Luke and Chun-Li, you, I think are the two you sort of have yeah. to meet straight off the even, bat. Very even quickly. Chun-Li, even yeah. Chun-Li, when you, you go to meet her, it's like, Oh my God, this is Chun-Li. It's She's Chun-Li. like a legend. Yeah. Um, but you, you, it's just a very cool way how it integrates the the old characters into this this story, um, and it's very exciting when you when you go around the world and you meet these characters that you've been playing as for for god decades, um, mm. and they've done it in a completely new fun way, and I just I just loved it. Like putting the fighting aside, which is clearly incredible. Yes. Like. There's, there's no. Isn't that weird though? That like every time like anyone talks about this game, they talk about all the stuff it's doing, and it's almost like the fighting is almost not brushed aside. But it's just like it, no. like Sean even said it in the review. Like having fundamentals is is important, of course. But like yeah. it's, it's everything else. Like the fundamentals are is the best I think a fight has been since Street Fighter Four for me. Um, but yeah, like with that, just I just wanted to note that because it is so strange because games changed i think mortal kombat did it a lot where mm. once oh, they yeah. started doing that story mode thing games changed and fighting games were no longer oh, what's the fighting like there was kind of 
there had yeah. to be more. But like, yeah, sorry, you were saying. Yeah, no, you you spot on. Like it is, it is weird talking about like just assuming that the fighting is going to be good because we're, we're going on about everything else. But <laughs> yeah. like, but there's so much of it. There's so much we'll, of we'll this get game. To that fighting, but like the the actual world tour, it's so. I know it's so easy to play, and it's just yeah. I can't. I couldn't stop playing, and what I couldn't stop doing was just running up to people and just challenging them. Because yes. obviously, you, you've got this story and its main threads, and it's it's not like the most complex of stories or anything. It's very no. kind of simple, but it, there's a story there. But it's not like the the thing you're playing for really. It's the the different ways. That, you can play it. So you've obviously you've got your main story, and then you've got all your like your side missions and stuff like that. And then you can do like little jobs to earn money, which are all like little mini games, aren't they? Like breaking concrete boards but, and. But there's something interesting with that, right? That I hadn't noticed until I literally was editing Sean's review. So I, a lot of World Tour, and I think you and I, I should ask. Like, are you? I know you. I know you're not like as big into fighters as say someone like myself or Sean. But did you? Like first question, did you stick with the modern controls, or did you go back to classic kind of you know Hadouken move sets that you probably know? Um, so originally, I was like, I'm going to go classic because that's yes. what I'm familiar with. But then, as it went on, yeah, and you you kind of you, you, obviously you can your your move set and style you're grabbing from all different fighters that you learn yes. with. So I found it was it was easier for me, and 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 it does. Some fights do get a bit challenging. It, this does as well, yeah. And I don't know if it's if it's because it, it gets more difficult because the enemies are very like you're fighting drones and bloody refrigerators. Oh, you! And, I was going to ask it, if you fought a fridge. I fought a fridge. Yeah, <laughs> they're bastards. Um, they are. And I just, I just thought, you know, what? I think for the purpose of the rest of my playthrough for the world tour, I'll go to modern because it's 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 a great it's a great addition because 100 percent. it does it does feel like it's helping people start from scratch who've never oh, played 100 percent. accessibility so, wise i think that's really i know that yeah. there will be a very i think a very small subset who will whinge about it being i don't know like the button mashers thing but like i think sean said oh, it best in the review again not to paraphrase it but hey go and read sean's god at review mm. on god um in theory I mean, we'll know in practice sooner rather than later. But in theory, someone who's really good at like the old controls will probably always beat someone who's even half decent with the new ones. But the reason I yeah. mentioned that is, I think World Tour as a, I think it's amazing. I just you know I've, I've kind of I've been with saying this for since we previewed it. It blew my mind what this thing is. Like I know it's, I say Yakuza, it's, I suppose it's Yakuza light, but there is rpg elements there are leveling up there are skill trees as such there are um you know there's gear there's all this stuff and i do think by the way i think it's being almost swept under the rug and forgotten how cool it is the fact you can create a fighter that like borrows half of ken's move set but then throws in spinning bird kicks and e honda's like charge you know sumo rush sort of stuff and I'll get to me points. Sorry, I keep. It's one of these games I get so excited no. talking about it that I end up not making the point. Um, yeah. The point I wanted to make about it is that I think it's also like a massive tutorial to get people understanding Street Fighter. Now I know there's yeah. the side missions and stuff in the game where it's like, hey, beat me by doing a combo. Beat that, you know, and they're just like that is so obviously designed to make you understand how to do that. But you mentioned the mini games. Um, <laughs> 
I don't know how many of them you played, but did you play the one, for example, where you have to sort of karate chop sideways bottles? Yeah, I couldn't do it. So I think <laughs> I only realised this after going back and doing it on a higher level. That's to teach you how to do charge attacks. Because okay. you hold right and then you press left and attack, which is like a guile. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, now it makes sense. Did you play the basketball one? No. Okay, so there's a basketball one where basically you t- it goes into like a 2D fight. And there's a, it was, for me, it was a woman on the side of the screen who just throws basketballs at you. There's no fight involved, it's just there to teach you the parry. So she throws a ball and you have to parry it, so you time the parry correctly. But then she throws like two quickly ones, and then the, 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 it's yeah. pattern based, and it's teaching you how to do a parry. Wow. And I'm, I'm trying to think what other ones there are. There, there are other ones. There's a pizza one, isn't there, as well? That's um... there, There's like. There's like. Because I, I don't want to spoil this one, but there's like yeah. one where it takes mini games of the past as basic yes. as they were, but you're doing stuff like that. Uh, and if you know, you know. I think. Yeah. Like the old, the old Street Fighter twos, where you weren't fighting, but you might have been doing something else. Mm. Like they kind of implemented that with the kind of retro graphics as well. Oh like. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but then again, yeah, I also think that's teaching. I think special moves and combos, how to keep attacking, and I think all of this is, game's yeah. world tour mode. If you take it in chunks and think about like, what am I doing right now? So much of each compartment of that world tour story mode is teaching you how to play and i and i hadn't yeah. it, it was like man i was like over 10 hours before i noticed this and it, again it was only reading sean's review where it's like oh he thinks it too it sort of made me look go away and think about like i say that chopping one i i went back to do it later and i'd forgotten how to do it and then i realized oh it's a charge attack it wants me to it wants me to you know sonic boom or or, or, or like the honda thing or the blanker you know charge across the screen roll and that's what it is. And it's like it's mm. teaching you the timing and the mechanic of holding, then pressing those two together to action it. Yeah. It's really quite clever. As well as, like you I said, just... and, and I do agree, like it's camp, it's silly, it's fun. It's um, it, it's the kind of silly fun you don't really get outside of video games. Like it's totally unashamed. And, and I love it for that. I love how it's just like, this is what we are. Uh, yeah, it, it is... It's just that, like, the, one of the things that I love about the going back to the fighting is whenever you play a fighting game, you tend to find a, a character who you main as, mm. and they may not be perfect, but they fit your style. Other times, there's players that can never quite find one to settle on, and mm. I think the, the what they've done with how you kind of get your character to be the perfect version of the fighter you want to be by picking a style from one of your teachers or, you know, because obviously you go around the world and through the main story or through side missions and you, you meet all these fighters, whether new or old, you can, you can pick their main fighting style. So like Guile is like quite stationary. It's not, it's not as flexible as other characters, but is 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 simple attacks are quite strong. Whereas, I found like I, I my main fighting style weirdly was Cami. Yeah, I, okay. I went with Cami. Originally, was DJ for a long time, just because he's very like his movement's quite swift, and I, I prefer that. And then, obviously, when you've got that movement, you could then layer on all your specials. So, 
like we were saying, you, you can have like the, the diving headbutt of E Honda mm. or um, the kind of cannonball of Blanca, and then you can incorporate the Hadoukens and the um, uppercut and just like literally everything. And, and some of the new characters are great. Like one of the characters that Sean mentioned in the review is Manon. Yes. Now, one of her moves that became a staple of my is, is it the repertoire. Throw? Yeah, my God, I, I will never remove that from my character. It's that is super so good. powerful, but yeah. also like certain moves have two layers, don't they? Like yes. you do the throw, but then you can also like, is it by holding it in or something like that? You can then lift them higher and do more damage so, when you so, drop. So them. it's it's got a it's got a counter. So if you throw them with that once, you'll get a little one appears under your health. If you do it again, you'll get two, three, and I think it's either four or five. It does like, and oh, by the sorry, it, it gets more powerful every time you do it. So mm. by like the fifth one, you're like, it's, it's like a balletic jump in the air, spinning them round, yeah, smashing them down. And of I... course, you can super it as well with the double button press. Mm. Um, I found that incredibly useful, and that's and that's another thing. Like, so I don't know if you found her because I think I think Kimberly might be an optional character in the game that you can get as a mentor she's got a move where she throws like spray cans that explode at your feet and that does the same thing like she, but it's kind of the opposite way like she has a stock of two of those cans and once you throw them down you have to wait till it recharges and so you you can like you say you've got all these mix and matches but you've also got like mechanics that shouldn't exist with like you say um dj's moveset that shouldn't exist but they do because, and you can, you can. I don't know if you've got a chance. You can do that online, by the way. You can take your avatar online to do an avatar battle, and that's great fun because it's. Um, you can. I spectated a few of them, as well, and you, you see these people that have got their madcap sort of look about them with mm. all these. How do you predict that, man? How do you predict? That's it. It's such a clever idea that you're almost like, how's this never been done? Because how do you, if you go up against someone you've never met before? Or even if you and I were to go against each other for the first time, I wouldn't know your moveset. So you can't really predict. No. Like that's really exciting in yeah. in a weird way. Like if you, yeah, the, the the very best players I suspect probably won't touch it because it's it's not going to be as balanced because level differences and and as I say, you can't predict it. Whereas if you play against a Ken, you know what Ken's moveset is. But for people like myself, somewhere in the middle who just really enjoy the game of all sorts, like it's a really cool clever again clever idea mm. but it just seems amazing i've never seen it before i know mortal kombat tried it a bit i think with gear didn't they sorry that's my <laughs> phone alarm <laughs> it's a great tune but yeah i know mortal kombat tried that with like um with the gear stuff but i don't think they kind of went all the way did they like it was no. just no i think um right it's not gonna go off again <laughs> live TV, live podcast. Yes, this is the way it goes. So, like the the, I know we keep going on about the world tour, but it is kind yes. of like the main. Like we all. I mean, it's like a twenty the, plus hour campaign. Like it's it is a big yeah, portion like, of this I'm, game. I'm a, I'm only at about twelve hours, mm. and I've I've kind of had to take a break for, because of other stuff. But yes. like, uh, I've like the uh, the unlocking the different characters. You can obviously you, you naturally will meet. Yes. Like. To, like the the, the the roster throughout because you have to go to certain places to do certain things to mm. unlock them for the story but then like the side stuff like i think there's only two left for me to unlock now some are optional by the way some are some, some are, you, you have yeah. to go by side quests like dalsim uh, i think manon is one i think zangief is, is one, one. 
Don't get yeah. me wrong, because I just literally was playing the other day and I found a side quest that I hadn't seen. I think um, Dalsim is the only... And Zangief are the two that I haven't found. I, th- I think Kimberly is too. I, I, she London. You definitely meet her in the story, but I unlocked her... I've gone back. I think she went on from London. No, it's Cammy. Um, yeah, actually speaking oh. of, I haven't. I don't think Cammy's early on in the game, but Kimberly's on no. a roof at night time because some characters you can only meet at day and some characters you can only meet at night. Yeah, I don't think I've met Kim. Um, I'm, well, um, I'm still missing one from Metro City that's a nighttime character. I actually need to work out who that is. Yeah, there's there's the there's another one I was reading in Sean's review. I can't remember her name, but she's a girl who's like got ties to Tomahawk. People. Oh, Lily. Yeah. Like, I think, is she optional as well? I think so, because I actually, I had unlocked the location for her, and I just somehow missed that I'd done that, and then I went there, and like she was level 15 um, Mm. to my 37 at the time, and it was like, oh, I'm going to batter you, and I did. That's another thing about about this, is is that when you, you start off, and you start unlocking people, and they always, like, as part of their progression and your friendship with them, they you have to fight them. Yes. I remember the first time I fought, like, Chun-Li, for example, and she battered me. She absolutely destroyed me. And it kept becoming a theme where I'd go against these people and they mm-hmm. just destroy me. And it was so like annoying. I thought, I don't have to beat them on this go because no. obviously when you when they've defeated you, they'll just talk to you like Yeah. You know. But then you go back and you beat them and it's like the most satisfying yeah. thing because you're beating your master. Like these it's just it's just fantastic. I think it I like took the... five attempts for me to beat my main master, which was Ken. Like he just yeah. would fucking annihilate me every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's 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 that thing kind of it shows you how you improve as well. Like, mm. and when you finally kind of got your move set to a point where you're happy with, it, and you and you go back and absolutely wipe the floor with them, it's amazing. Mm. But like, I will, yeah, I will say, with like, you know, we're not just talking about the world tour. I will very briefly say, I love the extreme modes. I think that's really clever. And again, another sort of smart idea. Like if. The, the whole game feels like just a complete response to what came before it, like not an apology, but kind of an apology, kind of a yeah, like, yeah, we it get it. It's like the whole game just feels like they just nailed it. Like they have just absolutely nailed it in, in every way. I, I, I just don't know what more I'd want. If you know what I mean? If someone said to me, well, well what if you could add something to it? I don't know. what. Like, you know, the first time I played it, like I was like, oh, well, sometimes I don't want to really go to that battle hub and wander around and sit down at an arcade. By the way, there are full arcade games in here. Mm. Street Fighter 2 is in there, and they're going to rotate them. Final Fight is in here, they're going to rotate these games. Um, but sometimes I don't. I thought to myself, I don't want to go to just battle hub, wander around as my avatar and all this, that and the other. You don't have to. You can just go to fighting ground mode and just select multiplayer and matchmake that way as well. So they've even thought of yeah. that. Like, I just, I really have very, very little criticism of Street Fighter Six, very little criticism. Like it's, it's, it's. No. A, I, I'm not saying oh, it's the perfect game, but I don't know what more I would want. No, it's, it's, it's. Like I, I never would have. Want not want. I would never have wanted World Tour. No, that's I didn't know. Who was asking for that? No one was asking. I didn't for know. That. Yeah, exactly. And now it's, it's in there. It's like it's great. And like you said, I haven't really thought about it being a tutorial. Yeah, for I know like, it definitely is for the future because obviously. Yeah. When a game comes out with story mode and you've done the story mode, you can, yeah, you can go and replay it, but there's not a lot to do afterwards unless there is some kind of end game stuff. But a lot of single players, it's just like, right, well, there you go. Whereas mm. this is like, you know, you, you play this and you have learned a lot through the tutorial. Then then you go and take it online for the, for, you know, and play all these like 
fighters from around the world and you you've it, it's kind of giving you the keys to the kingdom of, of like this is how you play now go off and improve yourself and like mm-hmm. it's a very great it's a very smart idea mm-hmm. um and you have a lot of fun doing it and like there's this like the the history of street fighter the history of final fight wow. and how those two games tie together like the characters you meet from the original street fighter the original final fight like the whole being named after hager like the the arena he was the mayor of metro city it's like little nods here and there there's there's nods to the the whole franchise it's just like if you have been playing street fight for years it's great if you're new to it it's equally fantastic because it feels like a new game it could it, they could have done that thing where they just called it street fighter yeah where, yeah, where a lot fair. of games do that like mortal kombat are doing that you know yeah it, it do- doesn't need to be Street Fighter series, but it you know it is a it brand is. new game. They have reset the series by kind of yeah. looking at Street Fighter Five and going, yeah, we kind of we didn't approach that correctly. You know, it was very bare bones. We tried adding to it, but it never felt like a complete game because of the kind of weird launch. Mm. We're not going to do that again. We're going to give everyone a complete game the moment they turn it on, and it feels like that in every way. The other thing I'd say is like because they've said the DLC characters are going to be um, incorporated into World Tour, so like the first character, then we'll get like a side mission where you probably get a cutscene and you can mentor under mm-hmm. them. Like that again is they could have just not. The World Tour is there and it's fine, and and DLC season passes with characters coming is just what fighting games do. It's how you keep people coming back. But the fact they have said they're going to do that is meant that mm-hmm. I will continue to go back to World Tour every time a new character is yeah. released to get their moveset and get them as my mentor and yeah no I, I'm I'm enamoured with the game I, I just I just still surprised to me that they delivered on this um, yeah but we can also talk about another big big game uh, Diablo 4 yes how excited are you about Diablo 4 I um, can't I can't tell you I can't tell you how it's okay. this is this when we were doing the pod I think along with Mick this was the game with Bar Spider-Man 2 Yes. This was the game of the year where I was like, yeah, this is going to be where I'll be spending a lot of my time with. Huh. Okay. No pressure. <laughs> no, no, I'm, 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 I'm joking. Like, uh, you know, it's just when you've been fridge fighting in Street Fighter 6, like, Diablo 4 is a really, really good game, right? A really good game. Um, I didn't finish it for reasons we'll talk about probably in the next pod, I reckon. Um mm. But I did get a good way into it, and I really enjoyed the video game aspect of it. I enjoyed the Diablo-ness of it. I do find it hard to ignore some of the stuff around it, if that makes sense. For example, I find it... I don't like that it's always online, and I don't understand why they've made that decision. Like, I did not play, aside just trying multiplayer, obviously, for review purposes with Mick, I did not play Diablo 4 online. Um, well, no, I did, because it is only online. I mean, I didn't play it... No, with other people. With other people. And and I wouldn't. And, and whether it's Diablo 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, I would always play that first story adventure solo always and and probably them subsequent playthroughs and characters or co-op after that yeah if sure if 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 it was on the cards it it doesn't serve the player if that makes no. sense like the always yeah, online does. aspect doesn't serve the player it only serves one thing and that's the the almighty dollar um and i don't like it i don't like it i don't like the fact that i was playing it and getting rubber banding 
while playing a single player adventure. I don't like the fact that, that I had issues when, like, I, and you know, to be fair, pre-release servers, so we don't know. But also, we we kind of do know because this has happened before with with Blizzard games where they were launched and the servers are hammered you know i don't like the fact that i'm playing in a pre-release review environment and so there's probably less than 100 people playing and i still see queuing so you load the game up and then you queue to log in Mm. it was seconds like not even because obviously there's no one was online and then i don't like the fact that i have to select my character and then queue to log in i'm not playing with anyone why am i queuing for anything i don't like it i'm gonna say that now I don't like the fact that, like I say, when it was having issues with servers, I was holding, I was a druid, um, mage, you know, smashing me electric stuff at people, and it some some attacks just wouldn't come out because like it was lagging, and then I would suddenly reverse back a few meters on the screen. It doesn't serve the player. It just doesn't, and that annoys the shit out of me. The game itself is fantastic. Like the skill trees are incredibly deep. Um, there's so so much you can you can do in terms of that. I will say they they've taken some things. It's interesting with Diablo. Diablo three was amazing. I didn't get on with the Diablo two resurrected, um, but then I wasn't like a Diablo fan back then, so it didn't it wasn't for me, I guess. So Diablo three would have been my favorite modern one. Immortal felt for me really. Um, like I remember in Diablo three, you could bring up a map overlay. On the game screen, if yeah. that makes sense, it's hard to yeah, yeah. like. So no, you, you had like three levels of map, didn't you? You, know, you had the yeah. map on the screen in the corner. You had the map which just filled the screen, and then you had the map which was like translucent over the gameplay. They've removed that, and I don't know why. I know it was a new thing, I think, for three, but like it was a good thing for three, and it's this weird little stuff like that. That's like, well, it's it's been really difficult, right, to t- to try and not compare what Street Fighter Six has done as a sequel compared mm. to what Diablo 4 has done as a sequel because Street Fighter 6 is like the example of how you throw the kitchen sink at something and while Diablo 4 has like got this amazingly beefy single player adventure mode to it like it's like, and the story's good and the cutscenes are so good Blizzard know how to do cutscenes well yeah. um, and the story's genuinely interesting I can't I can't talk about it any more than that at this stage um I don't want to spoil it it is it a bad thing that I feel like I'm. It's more Diablo. I mean, Diablo's great, right? So that's yeah. I, th- I think the, the the time it's been since Diablo three as well. You, I think you you fair to think that there should be more than what than what you've got. Yeah, like because... I, I didn't experience the end game, so it's important to say that because it, that is the end. I mean, there are, there feels like there is really two types of Diablo players. If, you, if that makes sense. Like, Mick is one, and I'm kind of the other. I will play through it with as a story, and then I'll play it bits and pieces with people like yourself and Chris Hyde, and, and you know, and that, that's how I'll play it. Mick will, like, the hardcore Diablo fans will, will sort of smash through it and and spend time in the end game and min-max builds and blah, blah, blah. And I think this game's for those people, because, like, there, were, there are actually full mechanics that I didn't get, because the tutorializing is, is like practically non-existent because they just assume you know what that means because it's Diablo 4 and again it's really hard to not compare it when you're like well Street Fighter's got mm. a whole mode here that's amazing but also teaching you know what I mean Yeah, I yeah. really tried not to compare the two in my head but I can't help it because I was playing the two of them at the same time Yeah, like it's it, look I think Diablo 4's really good like Mick gave it a, a 9 I would have probably gone 8 
I think Diablo 4 is really great game, really great game, and I'm going to have a lot of fun with it playing with people later. But it just feels like maybe some of the stuff... I don't get why they did it. Like, I don't get why they make it always online. Like, it just seems like one of those decisions someone had and they went, ah, that's a way we can do this, that, and the other. It's like, yeah, okay, but what about how much it'll piss people off and upset people because it seems so unnecessary to half the audience who just want to play a single-player adventure game with dungeon crawling? And yeah. it's just it's just really peculiar to me. It feels like two games at the same time. Uh, I will say I really did enjoy like every element of what I played in terms of mechanically, gameplay-wise. Like I say, some of it I missed. Um because like the tutorial would pop up on screen so quickly and I was like I did what I didn't get that at all because I also leveled up and I also picked up six items of loot and I don't what's going on no it, it does does do that a bit mm. that's fine you know you you can always learn things later and I, I really like the the skill tree system and I will say right from someone who used to play PC games with mouse and keyboard it's really weird how Diablo's now like it feels like a controller game it just feels better it feels better as a controller game now to me than it does. I played a bit on PC and I did it with mouse and keyboard and I was like, no, I think I'm just going to pick up a controller and play it like that. And then yeah. I went back to the PlayStation version. It's it's a really good game. I know I sound down on it. and I'm not. I'm really looking forward to playing more of it. It's a really good game. But it's kind of that does that thing for me where, you know, when you're like you're really excited about something, but there's like a really negative thing that comes with it. And it's really hard to shake that feeling. Yeah. It's It's got that. Yeah. Like I can't. I can't just go ah but that's it is what it is it just bugs me that it's always online it really does i think like for, for me with diablo 3 i played i played it when it came out and and i, I did what i needed to do i didn't play a lot online when it came out originally um, with anyone else and then during covid when we were all stuck at home yeah. me and my best mate went back to it mm-hmm. and literally played hundreds of hours of it and just like we went into the deepest parts of the end game so like for me that's hopefully where i'll be spending my time with it here so i don't i don't agree with it always being online at all but i probably will spend most of my time online playing it but that's not a lot of people won't be doing that well, I don't yeah. know. This is the thing I don't know. I can only sort of really speak to myself and like what you've said and what Mick said. I mean, Mick is that person as well. So that's two out of three people who will. Mm. So maybe I'm the odd one out. I don't know. I, I really do quite like how much effort they've put into the story. Like I, 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 I like that a bit like World Tour again, just comparing it again, but a bit like how they didn't have to, but did anyway. I do like the effort there. There are some oddities with it, like that. You know, you could, when you finish a dungeon, for example, you can just use a, the radio menu and skip, you know, skip out because what's the, you don't want to walk all the way back through the dungeon. You've just got to the end, and there was like a weird bit, like at the end of Act One, where where I couldn't and I had to walk through and because it was a bespoke. Well, I think it was because a lot of it is generated, but because it was a bespoke dungeon, I think because it was a story based boss dungeon. It was the end of Act One, I think. It wouldn't let me teleport back out, and I had. There was nothing to fight, so it was like just walking through emptiness. But that only happened once, and it was just—it was weird. It stood out because it was once. the The gear system is is terrific. Like the there's so much you can do, and and I actually also like there's a there's a world renowned thing that I think is new, and I'll probably get shouted at in the comments if it's not. Um, but basically by exploring the certain like there's there's the map is just a huge map, 
and it's fucking huge by the way like it is God. huge God. um like we're talking like the act one region is yeah is big and then you're like you zoom out and you're like oh my god and then you zoom out and you realize oh i can't zoom all the way out it's that big it's one of those maps um and there are things like so un so discovering locations will add to your renown for example the overall renown meter and each mm. each there's like one two one say four or five levels per area so you you level and there's rewards for so you get like a bit a bunch of xp but for example you might get a skill point um of by getting to level two renown so you get extra skill point just for doing that and that's wow. like i say that's via discovery and another thing they do is like there's altars of lilith that are permanent buffs now these things are bastards to find right some of them are really like i was i found like four or five at first i was like oh, i got this this is easy just just clear the fog but then mick said to me the other day well the two i found early on they were indoors and i'm like sorry they can be indoors right okay, okay. that's that's that, that, that's 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 in, that's why i'm not finding some because they're obviously in the dungeons that i hadn't done yet because they're optional loads of optional dungeons and like so finding all say i think it was like five or six altars will add to the re renown to get you up to level one level two so there's all this stuff to do that is just about exploring and oh, finding yeah. yeah but also these altars give you permanent buffs like one of them i found which was great boosted like basically it meant so that every time an enemy died it would drop gold like almost every enemy would drop gold all the time always which meant i was getting gold a lot quicker um so they do that sort of thing like one will give you a boost to i don't know like how quickly you do something else like how quickly you recover or whatever so all these altars are well worth finding and again it was only when i realized because i saw i think act one the area was like I didn't know this at the time, I should say. It was like, oh, you found six of 24. And I'm like, ah, 24, that's not that much. And then when I got to like Act 2 and I realised, oh, there's 24, 24 in, in, in that region and I haven't found any in this region yet. Oh, okay. So, like, you know, there is a lot, a lot yeah. to do in yeah. this game. Like, a lot. Just aside the... And there's so many optional dungeons. There's world events, which are all... I didn't in, involve myself in every single one of them, but I will say every single one of them I did was different. I mean, they all involve... You know combat yeah but like from one one there was like this big boss fight one was like i had to follow around like a little spectral guy who was getting attacked while he was trying to move to the other side and i had to protect him you know so like all this variation there is a lot there, they have made they've built a really cool video game they have um and i wanted to say all that because i want to balance it out a bit um and i and i'm like i really want to play more like <coughs> excuse me <coughs> they, they've said you know, for example, that all reviewers playing, and this is true, um, that would have their their characters and stuff wiped. So the reason I didn't go and finish it was purely because it was like, well, I'm gonna get super invested. I know I will. I'll get super invested in my character, my build, and love it, and then it's gone. Whereas Mick, because he was actually reviewing the game, obviously went through it, saw the end game, multiple characters, blah blah blah. Um, so I was able to sort of choose not to do that. But if if I hadn't, if if that wasn't happening. I would have finished it, and I would have kept playing it probably with new characters because I I want to see the like the necromancer stuff and the, yeah. the barbarian stuff. Mick was describing like the weapon proficiency and all this weird stuff that I didn't see as a as a mage. I want yeah, to see all that. You want to be doing it? No, and that's exactly it. Like the barbarian stuff sounds crazy. Like I, I don't even want to paraphrase. It was something like when you get to a certain level, you like it's like something like you can hold all types of weapon at once or something. And wow. I don't even I like I said I didn't didn't play it. I was I played mainly as a mage. 
but I because I spent most of my time just trying to find waypoints and unlocking fast yeah. travels and 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 trying to find li- altars of Liliths. And when I did find one, by the way, that was like it looked like a tree in among trees. I'm like, you devious bastards! It, it, and it's going to be one of those where I want to find them all. And then I say when I was, when I realised Act Two, I'd only I thought I'd found six of all twenty four, and then I realised no, it was six of twenty four in that area. I was like, oh, you bastards! So yeah, like Diablo Four. Is superb, does have issues. I, I'm not. I can't predict the future. I'd probably bet a small fortune on the fact that there will be issues with launch in terms of queue times yeah, and stuff. I hope I'm wrong. I really do, because again, it's one of those things that bothers me that when you're spending 60, 70 quid on a video game, you should be able to just play it, especially if you just want to play it on your own. Like it just seems a shame. Oh, the other thing, sorry, I want to mention. I. They they told us basically that when you're in towns, you'll see other players. That you know the ghostly kind. Now people will have seen this in the betas. That didn't occur to me because of course we're playing in the review review sort of program <coughs> early on, and so there weren't hundreds and thousands of people no. playing. But what they did say is while you might see people in the towns, you tend to not see them as much out in the world, which I can't say is true because I didn't, I didn't see anybody. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, the, yeah. I, the idea that you would see all these people walking around would be immersion breaking a bit for me in this kind of I'm this I'm the adventurer going up against the evils and stuff. So hopefully yeah. that's true. I, I never like that in games anyway. No. Like playing when I played that. Elder Scrolls Online and yes. you're, you're you're in the middle of a mission and there's all these people just running around and yeah. And you're is, like, this is my is. adventure. Why are you? Why yeah, are you... no, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. It's, it, this is the other thing. Like, why can't they just have made it so that you can play an offline mode, but it disables the, I guess, the shop and any online play? Like, if that's just make that an option. Like, I don't know. It, it, I'm not going to keep going on about it because what, what's the point? Um, yeah. There is another game I want to talk to do about this week, and I haven't played it, but I really do want to talk about it mm-hmm. because we don't get you on as often as we'd like, and you have reviewed and played, obviously, the Lord of the Rings Gollum. Mm. What the shit <laughs> went? What what happened? Like I was trying to put together uh, some of the footage for the this so people can watch it, and it just seems like there's one bit where you just keep dying over and over again. And I I knew that that's not you. That's 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 no. not right. No, like so, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how it was put out in this state, and it's I hate it when. No, I know. I'm with you. I hate you when you're looking forward to a game and you know how hard people work on games. Absolutely. And I'm not I'm like they didn't go this is this is gonna annoy people, let's just put it out, who cares, you know. Yes. They clearly care about it. And there is you can see that they do care about it in the way this like the, the story and I've seen a lot of people go why do we need a Gollum game? Why, I saw why do we a lot get an Aragorn game? Or why, before he, the game was out, that like, seemed to be the thing. Like people are like, why like Gollum? Integral. Why Gollum? He's integral yeah. to the, the the third age of Lord of the Rings, like the 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 trilogy, the Hobbit. Um, he's he's a fascinating character. You know, he he he's responsible for holding on to the One Ring, and that's how mm. Bilbo gets it. You know, and then subsequently Frodo, and that's. Without him, those films wouldn't be as interesting. And like, so that's the first thing. Andy Serkis, obviously, is is a great actor, 
but he was in today's kind of day and age that that elevated him to a level he would never have been elevated to before. And his portrayal of Gollum and and, and Smeagol, because uh, they're two separate people, um, was phenomenal. And 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 now this game it's not it's not based on the film. Obviously, it's not based on the film. It's based on the book. But what I mean is that they're, they're they're not getting characters who voiced or acted in the films to come back for this game. It's based it's from the book. So there's a new there's a new voice actor for Gollum. But because it's so ingrained in people's brains, it's so ingrained in my brain to expect to hear Andy Serkis. It's such a, it's it's, so, it's jarring hearing someone else do it. Is and it whilst like, he's not, is it like the Avengers thing? Is it like yes, know, yes, is it yeah, like that? absolutely, it yeah. is absolutely like that. And whilst he's not bad, like the act, it's, it's a good it's actor. Just it's just, I, I don't, I don't hear this. It's just weird. So that's that's one thing. But that's that's like. That's me. That's a personal thing, I think. Yeah, that's when, the, yeah. When, <clears throat> when it comes to like the, the gameplay, because that is obviously where it's like well, one of the reasons, one of the play areas where it's faulting. It's you, you never feel comfortable, or you never feel like you're fully in control of what's going on. Like you, you never confident that what you do will succeed like, because like watching you play it people will be able to watch it. if you don't know by the way go to youtube.com slash god is a geek and you can you can find the video version of this pod watching you control Gollum, i know you can play video games but it makes yeah. it look like you no you know what I I mean? it's it's like no. it just looks it's, awkward it's horrible like th- there's a lot in so the main kind of areas of gameplay in Gollum. there's a lot of climbing and traversal through barador the dock the dark tower you know where where sauron resides and and there's mirkwood as well which is obviously integral to the the the, the series you you do a lot of climbing and a lot of um swinging and stuff like that off certain poles and they, like you it all plays together so you do it in in certain patterns and certain orders but sometimes Jumping and swinging off the poles, if you don't get it exactly right, you just fall to your death. Sometimes you don't grip as, as you should. The the actual kind of like wherever you're looking to jump, you can just you can make mistakes without being intentional. You know, people know how to play games. It's so like it's not fluid. It's not fluid and it's not you're not you never feel like you're going to get to the top of a tower or top of a, an area comfortably. You, you always like, you might fall off, you might drop without even meaning to. Um, like one of the things that bugged me about it is that you, you'll be climbing up something and then you don't know where else to go. But that's because the next platform is behind you, but you don't see it because the viewpoint is literally right up his arse. So a little option will come up at the bottom saying jump backwards. So it's like, all right, okay, so I'm jumping backwards. And then you jump backwards, and then you have to physically turn the camera to then look at that platform. And it's just weird. And like the the stealth elements, which there are, are like the AI is just, which just poor. Like you, mm. you you can you have to like sometimes you have to distract an orc and by throwing like a rock at the ground or a rock at something that will bang. And like the amount of times I'd throw a rock right in front of an orc, and he'd like he wouldn't even twig you wouldn't even notice and then I'd, I'd i'd finally get his attention and he'd like look around and then be like oh and then that's it sometimes he's he's very aggressive and he'll run straight towards you even though 
you don't know where you are you know there are there are like a lot of shadowy areas where you can go and like hide and they can't see you but the, the, it feels like they're either really smart and they'll find you straight away or it's just redundant it just feels like there's a lot of like arbitrary elements of the gameplay as well like there's um like a companion thing where you can get um this little bird who becomes your companion especially like in the in the first kind of area and it's like you need to send him to go and get some keys to be able to unlock something and the like so you'll you'll control him so you press like square to control your companion and then the keys are already highlighted so it's not like you have to find them so you'll control him then they appear blue because that's where they are then you press another button send him to go and get them and bring them back it's not like you have to go and find them or do anything other than that it's just it's just already there it's already present so there's no real challenge there and it's just it just feels pointless. You have just, to like guide someone as well, but yeah. you can't just freely guide them. There's only like four spots where you can send them to, and it's just it's just every, every bit of the game that I've seen where you're playing it, it. It's like I can almost hear you going, "Where do you want me to go?" Like I I don't know. Did you see? I, I don't know if I can think of another time this has happened. But did you see the developers actually sent out like an apology to people for, who obviously played it? No. They got the name of the game wrong in their apology. They called it the Lord of the Ring, Lord of Ring Gollum, I think it was. So they actually in the you know the the, the, the kind of social media image where it's all tucked out. And I, and listen, Jesus Christ, humans make mistakes, and I imagine the amount of stress they must be under with this. Mm. You know, this is a big property. Someone's probably shouting at them somewhere. You know what I mean? This is the Lord oh. of the Rings. Someone is is it's not all right. It's not quite you know Avengers level or Disney, but someone is probably shouting at that developer a lot and i don't want to i don't want to you know have a go because of like they made a typo someone made a typo and it didn't and then someone made a mistake proofreading it it was probably frantic it was probably like they were frantically just trying to get something out there to be like look we know sorry 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 but like it does kind of sum it up a bit and it's like i don't know it just did did they maybe i don't know whether it's developer or publisher level but did someone not quite remember or realize how beloved lord of the rings is and think they could get not get away with it that's not what i mean you know what i mean like no it does feel that way like the the the, like i've said the story is actually quite good like it is quite interesting and they they do touch upon a lot of areas that isn't covered in the box like it's always alluded to like where gandalf went and when he met Gollum, and you, you don't really find out about that, it doesn't really go into detail. It just touches upon it. Like there's a lot of interesting stuff there, and they have they have stayed true. Like the lore masters at this studio have obviously studied the source material very well. So it, you know that that's that's a good thing about it. Mm. But when you don't get to experience that story in a fun way, what's yeah. the point? Like the, the the kind of technical problems, like the the glitching, the the so janky it's so all over the place when it goes from cutscene to gameplay to loading screen it does that thing where you watch a cutscene and then it'll go back to the gameplay and you're still going gone on for like a split second uh... it'll go into a cutscene not like some smooth transition it's just all over the place and like there's a lot of that there's a lot of like dialogue just cuts out straight away and if you don't have the subtitles up you don't know what's been said um Ouch. there's like Gollum's mouth just doesn't move and he's talking and you're like 
all right it's just all it's all all of this all together and like that's not going to be fixed in a, no. in a patch not maybe not even two or three like there's there's something inherently rotten at this core of this game and it's sad yeah. because i feel like tolkien is one of the if not the greatest fantasy writers but well, he is he is his his world is fascinating and there are developers out there who have done a fantastic job with like shadow of war is mm. a phenomenal attempt at middle earth like and whether that's the story or the the gameplay whatever that's a that's faithful to me i like that like that it can be done and like it just feels like I, I don't know the besmirching the great <laughs> legacy of of a an icon and and a, and a writer that is loved by millions the world over and yeah it's just one game and yeah, people yeah. might never play it but the fans of Lord of the Rings who are gamers as well will be like oh this this could be great mm. and it really isn't. We're well, speaking of uh, besmirching legacies. <coughs> um, <clears throat> It's time for listener correspondence, so I'll play the jingle, even though he's not here, shall I? Chris Hyde, yes. listener correspondence, yes. It's time. It's time. Chris Hyde. Well, he, he may not be here, but we have a Chris here. Um, yeah. So, Chris... Take it away, mate. Do do some listener correspondence for us, please. We haven't got yeah. a lot this week, to be fair, have we? So. No, no, no. So, listener correspondence for this week. So, Adam, this is for you. Yeah, sorry, I've got to write on the dock here. These are from, from Mick, from, from my regular regular Good questioner. With yeah. his questions, yeah. Um, so, Tears of the Kingdom or Street Fighter Six? What what? Which of the two is is your? I suppose is your favourite. Which one would you pick first? Well, before I do answer, can I ask you? Because uh, mm. you, you, you've played a bit of Tears, haven't you? Yes. Do yeah. You, but and, and probably this is unfair, but based on what you know of those two games and me, do you think this is supposed to be a hard question? Because I don't think it's a hard question. I think I, I could just go bang and there's the answer and we can move on. But do you think it's supposed no, to be a hard question? I, I think, like, I don't think I need to play more at yes. this stage to know what I would say. Yeah, it's Tears um, of the Kingdom for me. Like, it's 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 it's, it's ridiculous. Like I'm still um, booting up Tears of the Kingdom, like still doing bits and pieces, like just chipping away at little bits. Like it... I, I love the position that I'm in. That there's, yeah. I've still got Diablo Four to play. I've still not finished Street Fighter Six, and Tears of the Kingdom is there. Wow, what a world! What a world! Yeah. You know, and, and Tears of the Kingdom is ridiculous. Like, I, I can't, I can't say what hasn't already been said. Like it, like the. There's obviously a lot of stuff from the first where you, you're familiar with, but then the, the whole building is, oh my god! And then all the new abilities, it's, it's just fair play to Nintendo. Yeah, it's not. No, it's I not mean, a difficult question. It's not. Well, like it? that, but then that that shows you how good Tears of the Kingdom is because I, Street Fighter Six is. I think that's what he's getting at because we have talked about this actually a little bit um, in text messages that like it's a it's it's amazing that Street like Street Fighter Six is in in my top ten right now and it will be. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not spoiling Game of the Year stuff by saying no, that. It's, I think it's it obvious, yeah. um, and I think that's crazy because it's rare that these kind of I, I want to call. I'm thinking Forza Horizon Five might have been one where you and I would have fought for it quite hard. But what mm. is what I would consider a I don't want to say niche because it's a racing game like Street Fighter is a fighting game. These are kind of the core tenets of gaming a lot of the time. But they are 
not mainstream in the way no. that perhaps Zelda might be. And yeah. I think it's it's rare, but yeah, it's I mean, yeah, I'll stop rambling. It's Tears of the Kingdom. If I have to pick one, sorry, it's it just is. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, next question: Is there any game out this year that's been announced that we know is coming um, that you think will come close to Street Fighter Six, Tears of the Kingdom, or Octopath Two? Yeah, I think Final Fantasy Sixteen. Oh, jeez, I wasn't even thinking that. I, yeah, I think that's I was I don't, thinking I, another game, but yeah, I think you're right. I, I think Final Fantasy Sixteen's got a really big chance. Like it's, we also forget, and and I don't know if he's remembered or this is why he's answered asked this. Of my like top two of all time, I've always always maintained there's two games, and one of them is a Final Fantasy game. So I love that series. Mm. So I think if any if he's asking for me personally, yeah, I think Final Fantasy Sixteen's got a, especially because like so. I was supposed to go to the preview event and I didn't. I kept, something came up, I couldn't make it, um, and I'm really gutted because everything I've read about it since has been like, oh yeah, it's still Final Fantasy, but it's kind of also got Devil May Cry style combat, and I'm like, sorry, what? It, it, like the the trailer that they played at the um, oh, yeah. PlayStation Showcase. Like I'm trying really hard to not read anything about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know, I know that I would love this game. Like yes. it, it, and it looks ridiculous like it does and, and i think like when final fantasy 15 came out whilst it wasn't incredible like everyone oh no i don't know because it was really good i don't know i think this one looks more appealing to me it's gone a bit too. bit bit darker a bit more like like it's devil may cry the fight a hero called clive don't forget <laughs> They make guys called Clive, and that still yeah. tickles me. Ten, ten out of ten. Yeah, um, but I, I was thinking Spider-Man Two. Can you think of a famous Clive apart from Clive Sinclair? Clive Owen. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, Clive Owen. Um, there can't be many. I can't think of many. <laughs> no, no, I, no. Clive, Clive Owen. Yeah, okay, no, no, I'll give you that. That's, that's good. And Clive from Final Fantasy Sixteen. Now he's entered the. Uh, <laughs> The halls of Clive. <laughs> Clive. Fair yep. play. Yep. But yeah, no, I would say Spider-Man 2 yeah. will be in my top five come the end of the year. Well, maybe. I we mean, didn't talk about... I mean, none, none of us have talked about that showcase much. You, so you, In fact, I know you, Cindy, because you posted the news story for it. I was kind of blown away that they just start showing gameplay and it's just like, yeah, he's got Venom powers. And I'm like, sorry, did I miss a meeting? <laughs> I think I missed a meeting somewhere where suddenly he's a symbiote as well. And like, obviously, I I know they probably thinking about it later. They probably like that. We don't want to show. That's probably mid game or something. That bit. Well, we know. We know that something to do with the symbiote is in it because we're. I mean, in that teaser trailer they released, I don't know. If, I can't remember if Venom was in it or the 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 symbiote was definitely in it. But I, oh yeah. But so, but in my head, it was like, oh, Venom's going to be in it. But then well, when the, they, the, they the, the story it. just come out saying there's like nine or eleven villains or something in it, in it is going to be in it, which makes it sound I don't know. I yeah, I'm with you. I I feel like everyone shits on those games. It's like I they're fucking great fun. They're so my, fun. My mate, I had an argument with him. Oh. He, he was saying, "Oh, it's just on rails. When you play that game, that exact setup will happen to you." And you know what I mean? Like the bit where he's swinging, he's like, "You're just going to play that," and it'll. But he was, was like alluding to it being a quick time. You're still playing it. Yeah, and, yeah, and even in, in taking that segment out of it, the bit in the warehouse and the bit um, like where you, you know, you're stealthing it and you can choose to approach situations differently. 
it's all it they've they've added so many little bits that make it it yeah. look awesome like the firing the like the zip line so you can walk across a line oh yeah now. i forgot all about that that was cool how as you hell. can like pick up two enemies at the same time and like yeah. the whole they... wind tunnels in 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 oh, queens yeah. and brooklyn and but they answered like, every question I had about it in that gameplay. That's the thing as well. Because my biggest mm. concern was like, well, we've had Miles, and whether you prefer Miles or, or Peter as a character, it's kind of irrelevant to me because it's like Miles giving him those powers that he had made him more fun to play as a as a video game. Mm. So it's like, well, hang on, now we're going to go back. And we all kind of, I think, knew that there was going to be some sort of GTA-style switch between, yeah, you know. But the fact that they literally just went, well... Yeah, but now Peter's got this. Oh, um, and also you can do this, like you say, the the zip line walking. It's like they, because we know it's going to be set where it's going to be set roughly. I'm sure there'll be some surprises, and so it's like you've got to accept that that is where Peter is. But the biggest one for me was like, well, mechanically, how are you going to make it more interesting after you went miles? Yeah, how, and like straight away they're like, yeah, like this. Yeah, okay, cool, fine, I'm in. And I don't yeah. need to see that game again until I can play it. I don't think. No, I'm fine with not seeing it. Yeah. I just think I think they've got it. They've got it in the bag. Like it's going to be great. The the, uh, just, the, just, the stuff from them. It's just like this the re- rewriting of history, man. Where people are, did it happens with certain games. People forgot how fun Spider Man and Miles Morales were to actually physically play with a control in your hand. Like how yeah. how right they got the swinging for the first yeah. time. Oh, oh. It's, yeah. If people just enjoy shitting on, I don't, I don't know. Like it just it, yeah, just not the yeah. time. <laughs> no, I know. Um, I don't is yes. well. I suppose you kind of answer this in a roundabout way. But is Diablo Four worth seventy quid day one, or wait for a sale or potential fixes? I, I think it's a, a good enough game to buy it. However, I will add the caveat: assuming there are no major issues that last longer than a, I, I, I never. I mean, it's difficult for us because we get to play stuff pre-release. But I wouldn't. I'm. I think there's enough to play that if it doesn't, if it's hard to get access to for the first couple of days, and maybe pick it up on a Monday. I mean, maybe just go in knowing that they'll. I mean, they'll, they'll just caveat. Yeah, as long as you can actually play it. So maybe maybe wait a couple of days. Yeah. In terms of fixes, I don't think there's much major that they will need to fix that they hadn't already actually told us going in. Know that these are bugs that will be fixed for day one. And of course, because mm. it's that is one thing. It is always online, so it's not like you are you're not going to experience the issues that Mick and I had before they patched the review build, because yeah. Of, it's an online game, so yeah. I would say in terms of that respect, if you really want to play it, I mean, you, you probably know already if you're going to buy Diablo 4 or not. Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, what platform will you be playing Street Fighter 6 on post-launch? All of them, probably. Whichever's in my hand nearest at the time, probably PlayStation. Um, yeah. So that, yeah, all of them. So I'm following on to that. Did you end up getting a fight, any fight sticks? Two. There's one, if you're watching the video version over my, I can't remember how to do it on camera, just just there. Um, it's a different camera that Chris is in, but if you're watching the podcast, there's a Nacon fight stick down there that is tremendous, and I'll be reviewing very soon. Um, it's really good. It, it's, I mean, they're not cheap, but there's buttons on the side that you can lift the case open, and inside it comes with a spare knob and um, all the fixings and stuff, so you can actually adjust the buttons and change them if you want to. It all comes with it. And I also have a Hori pad for Xbox. The, it's not the Street Fighter pad, but it is. It's just got a different face on it. It's it's the same pad, uh, fight stick, sorry. Yeah. And that, that as well will be coming soon. So that may be a little bit later because that actually only arrived today as we record. So, awesome. yeah. No, cool. That, well, that was a, a next question when we expect to review. So yeah, soon, soon. very soon. Yeah. Um, why is Lyle not on the pod? Diarrhea. 
Yeah. Really Seriously bad. bad. Yeah, really bad. All over the walls. Yeah. He, he did it in his... He, he shit himself. Yeah. It's really embarrassing. Uh, we didn't want us to say anything, but, well, you guys deserve the truth. Yeah. No, and that was made clear a few weeks ago on the pod that we we have to be forthright about why people aren't on it. And it is Chris is on holiday, but 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 Lyle has severe <laughs> diarrhea. Yeah. Get better soon, Lyle. Yeah. Um, and finally, can you make Mick review Opie Academy? Don't know what that is. Guessing it's a pervert game. Probably can't make. I him. would say so. I can't make him do that. That's that's got to be something. This It'll is the, the thing. While I was not here, I can say this. I never force anyone to review any of those kind of games. But when people want to do it, I'm not going to stop them. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. You, you've uh, got some questions as well. Um, yes. I think you kind of answered the first two, sort of, really. But the first one is how bad is the precious? Bad. Yeah. Um, um, and you, will you be playing Final Fantasy 16? Which you, I mean, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But the main question, uh, I keep, is, go on, I keep, sorry. sorry, I just, I just keep like this. Last year was a bit weird, wasn't yeah. it? Because yeah, like yeah. it was bookended. Whereas this, yeah. it's like, oh my god, it's just constantly like games. Summer of games, man. And and oh, the, Ju- like, June, June has tech. I know we've played them, but June has Diablo, Final Fantasy 16, and. Street Fighter Six. They are the release dates are in June. All three of those games. Yeah, and that, even even like some of the smaller games. Like I, I haven't talked about it when it because I, I wasn't like able to get on when it came out. But stuff like Tin Hearts. Oh, yeah. Oh, what a game! Like little, little get like, humanity. Like these these yep. kind of smaller games coming out around around all these big releases. There's just so much fantastic stuff out there. But but yes, I'm hundred percent gonna be playing Final Fantasy Sixteen. This this one's quite interesting to me because there's, there's I think there's more buzz around this game than I realise because I'm not into wrestling. But are, mm. what thoughts have you got on AEW's release date and what you're going to play it on? So uh, I think this is fantastic news, like really, really good for for wrestling fans and for rest for wrestling fans who love games because like WWE it. I think forever it will be the top brand of wrestling because of the money they've got for it and the reach it's got across the world. And whilst there have been times where the product has been poor, it is it feels now it's been on quite a rise in recent, like certainly in the last year and a half. But AEW, like their their journey from a small group of wrestlers from dip, like and friends. And a guy who had a lot of money, but who was also like a wrestling fan from being young, created this company. They never knew how it was going to go, you know. And and that was I can't even like four or five years ago. Now that they've just booked Wembley, they're going to appear at Wembley Stadium. You know, they've they've got a massive fan base. That they've now got a product which is incredibly fun to watch. A lot of younger talent that would never have found it any like. Well, they might, have, but like they've got a platform now, and I think the the actual product of AEW is fantastic, and this game itself is like, it's like No Mercy, it's like WrestleMania two thousand on the N sixty four, like it's made by Ukes. It's it's. Oh, so I wanted to ask you about that because Ukes were the WWE game developer, weren't they? Mm. But do you th- does that excite or concern you? Or a bit of column A, a bit of column B. Sure, I'm trying not to let it concern me because 
because I, I I wonder if they knew this because I I want to say they've been developing this quite a while, right? It was announced a long time ago. So is it, it possible that they were putting ago. all their I don't want to say that because that sounds nasty, but was, was, did they know? Did they know? Hang on, they're gonna shift us off WWE because that was what two years ago? Visual Concepts have had two now, haven't they? Yeah. But didn't Ukes help with? The, I can't remember. I'm not... I honestly I can't remember. But I think the amount of times that Tony Khan and AEW have surprised me with something in the last four years, I yes, we maybe we should be concerned because of you know the developers and the, you know this stuff. Like the, the, it obviously doesn't look the same because it's not going for realism; it's going for fun, and that's that to me is what. I miss from wrestling games like it's all about simulation and like you're the manager you're you know you're controlling the pay-per-views and the profits and the, the gains and then you're building your own universe like the 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 rosters on smackdown and raw and whatnot so before you've even you're actually playing you're doing all the legwork to to put the event somewhere as this it's like it's like a street fight you just pick two fighters and then go at it and i think the actual it, it will be the how it feels to play, which will make or break this game. It won't, won't matter to me what you can do outside of the actual ring. It'll be what goes on in there. And from what I've seen, it does look a lot of fun. But there is a concern because of the way it looks. Because you can't help but judge something on the way it looks like. Does that mean it, it won't play well because it doesn't look as polished as other games? Like I mean, Gollum. my favourite is Royal Rumble from the SNES era. And I mean, if you were to show that to someone now who's a, new, a younger wrestling fan, they'd mm. look at you and think you were mad. But like, yeah. you did also make great wrestling games. I mean, not, oh, you know, I mean, they made SmackDown. And if it's basically it. like like what Tony Hawk's did with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 mm. on the modern consoles and made it feel like you were playing the old games, except it was it wasn't bulky. It was the smoothest experience possible. If they've done that and brought like no mercy to present day and then made it not janky and not clunky and, and made it feel modern, then it, it has a lot of potential. But, I, I mean, hope, fascinating. You know. It's called AEW fight forever and not AEW fight forever. 2023. Like that suggests to me, I think they are you know. going for a, cause they, they are DLC characters. They're bringing oh, new okay. characters to it. And I think if they do that, that's amazing. That's amazing because the the roster's constantly changing. There's always someone new coming along. People do leave, unfortunately, but their, their roster is ever expanding. They've just announced a new show. Um, so they've now got three, they'll now have like three televised shows um, all week. You know, it's, it's an it's a ever-expanding company. And the, the game itself will hopefully do that by introducing like the new show, like mm. AEW Collision that plays on like a Saturday night. I think it starts on June the seventeenth. Now they'll they're, they're, they're going to hopefully constantly add to it because the company's expanding. So so should the game. And if it's good and people play it, mm. then brilliant. I mean, yeah. there were some some pretty interesting quotes during the rounds. Like um, I didn't realize this, but apparently I'm going to butcher this, but Hideyuki Iwashita is um is involved and he was the director of no mercy which is i believe one of the games people love doesn't it and mm. apparently hiroma hiromi Fura oh christ hiromi <laughs> furata who is a senior producer at ukes has basically said that wwf no mercy is a key influence 
and that Fight Forever, the, the AEW game, is not intended to rival the 2K series. So that no. does... I mean, that's they're certainly saying the right words there, aren't they? I don't think it is, because they, they're not stupid. Like They, they know money -wise, the because... 2K series, they can't compete. The fan base of that, they can't compete. They're not they're not catering for fans of they're catering for their fans, their fans of their shows, their products. Mm -hmm. That they want to make a game where people who love watching AEW will love playing AEW. You know, the, the the roster that's I don't know if it's official or or whether or not it is, but the, the actual there was a lot of like wondering if they're gonna have current like most recent like signees or the last few months because there was like there were wrestlers that weren't allegedly involved and it was a bit like that made right. people worry about it and then there was this whole issue with a wrestler called cm punk it basically like just destroyed the public Im not destroyed the public image but there was always like a sense of unity within aw and that everyone was friends and everyone got on and then he got this wrestler kind of had a massive like at a press conference just blew up and then it really like dinted that reputation so there was a lot of worry but it, 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 at its core it's a, it's a solid foundation the, the company is great the wrestling that they put on is great you know it has its dips and troughs like any any yeah, show or well, any sport or, uh, any sport but at its heart it's 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 such a wonderful wrestling company it's given people an alternative and that's that's why people appreciate it because not everyone wants to watch wwe as good as it is and can be this is very separate it's very different but it's it it it's it's just lovely kind of <laughs> time to be a wrestling fan and and this game looks looks fun and I, that's what i want i just want to play a wrestling game where i just have fun hmm. he does say what will you play it on but whatever um, i get it on. yeah i mean you'll be reviewing it i would imagine so it's like probably I'll, whatever. I'll happily I'll, I'll take it on whatever yeah it's coming to all of the like PS5 Xbox. Apparently series. Switch as well, which uh, I don't know if that's yeah. definite. But that's what I just had a quick look on the Wikipedia, but you know. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that, but I, I mean, hopefully we we get the not more... Switch version. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Time yeah, to play that jingle. Then. Yeah. Time to play the jingle. It's time. It's time. Well, thank you very much to Chris White for doing Chris Hyde's listener correspondence there. Um, and that's about it for a podcast this week, actually. Some big hitters. Uh, I suspect we'll be talking about some of them for weeks to come anyway. And um, if not, we're still Zelda. We could just keep talking about Zelda. Uh, we took last week off because we actually couldn't talk about any of the games we wanted to talk about. And it yeah. felt like doing a podcast for podcast's sake. And we don't want to do that. We want to bring you interesting, great content. Which, speaking of, you can find via youtube.com slash geek or patreon.com slash geek where you can find exclusive stuff like a food-based podcast called The Chopping Board, our Discord community, where people are discussing their Tears of the Kingdom builds and abusing Lyle generally on every other day, if not every day and um that's about it so yeah chris thanks for being here mate no thanks for having me it's good to be back it's great to have you and we will speak to you or you know you hopefully you every week but <laughs> everyone else we will speak to you or whenever you choose to listen bye bye for now <laughs>